Hey, navigators, how's everybody doing today? <clears throat> you guys are listening to this on Tuesday. Oh my gosh, we are in May. I, I just can't believe how fast this year has already gone by. It's, it's incredible. I mean, I'm thankful for it because the faster the year goes, the faster we get through all the nonsense that's going on, right? I mean, I'm just saying. Hey, uh, you know, you guys know that I'm, I record these ahead of time and I want to let you know that Friday's episode you don't want to miss it I it's my first ever uh remote interview so I'm talking to my lady girlfriend Kelly and She's at her house and I'm at my house. And so that opens up a whole new world of possibilities of people that I can have on my show. So having said that, if you would like to be a guest on my show, all you have to do, there's two things you have to do. One, you have to download the free Anchor app and it's Spelled just the way it sounds, anchor, like the boat, anchor, you know. And just hit me up on my social media, uh, Navigating Life with Lara and Garmin on Facebook or LinkedIn uh, or at Garmin Navigates on Twitter. Um, or, of course, on my email, uh, Garmin Navigates at Outlook.com. And, you know, I happy to have people on. I am happy to talk about whatever you guys want to talk about. I only have a couple of rules, one of which is no F-bombs. Uh, yeah, so, hmm. yeah, so that would be awesome, right? So we can do that. Uh, anyway, but this, it's, it's a really great discussion. Uh, with Kelly, um, we, you know, I won't give any spoiler alerts, but we will be talking about, um, disabilities and the criminal justice system. Yeah, that's not something I have talked about before, and it was eye-opening, believe me. So, uh, no pun intended there. Um, but you're gonna wanna you're you're gonna wanna tune in and listen to that on Friday. Um, so yeah. Anyway, uh, today I want to continue talking about talking about your disability. Uh, you know, I talked about it a little bit on Friday last week, and there's just so much to it. There really is. You know, when you when you think about all the disabilities in the world. Not in the world, but in in medicine, um, everything from you know a mental disability to a physical disability to a cognitive disability. You know, you have things like um, missing limbs to chronic depression um, to blindness to spinal meningitis you know, just all different kinds of, of things that can be considered a disability. And, you know, 
I, I, I'll be honest with you. My granddaughter has autism and I don't know anything about autism. I don't. I know there are a lot of different forms of autism. You know, there's, there's, you know, different, um, severities in the spectrum. Uh, I know that Asperger's is a form of autism. And I know that my granddaughter's form of autism mostly affects her communication skills. And that's it. That's really all I know. And I'm, I'm really kind of ashamed to admit that. But the fact of the matter is, it, I don't ask questions. I don't, I, I don't, her, her other grandmother has custody of her. And, and it's not like her and I aren't on good terms. We are on good terms. We speak, you know, we're, we're friendly, you know. And uh, I, I can ask her anything I want, and I believe she'll answer me, and I just don't. And I don't know why I don't. And, you know, it's the same thing with any disability. And, and you know, it's, I think part of it is you don't want to feel stupid asking a question that, you know, maybe seems like something you should already know. And, you know, there's that saying, there's no such thing as a stupid question. And, and I've said it multiple times. There really is such a thing as a stupid question. Okay, there is. I'm sorry. There is. And I've given examples of them on here before. Um, if I think of any in this podcast, I'll, you know I'll go down that rabbit hole real quick. Um, but until that happens, I'll continue. Uh, you know, here's a perfect example. And it, it, I, I don't want to ask about Esme's autism and I'm afraid I'll ask something that Laura doesn't know and put her in an awkward position. I don't, I don't know if that makes sense, okay? Because my parents did not, they weren't super involved in my visual impairment. I mean, I went to the eye doctor every year like I was supposed to and and all of that. And um, I think they, I don't, I don't know. I think they looked into um, a retina thing at some point. I don't know. I don't really remember, but they weren't super involved. And so I feel like if they had been asked a lot of questions, they wouldn't have really known how to answer them. And I don't want to put somebody else in that position. And, and that's my problem. 
because I'm I'm actually willing to bet dollars to donuts that Laura knows inside and out everything about what's going on with Esme because she seems to be pretty on top of everything every time I talk to her. And I think that I'm not giving her enough credit. And that's my fault. That's, that's totally my fault. You know? And I have a disability. Like, so how hypocritical is that, right? I mean, it's hard, though. And, and, and I'm telling you guys that not... Not so you guys will look at me and go, wow, you suck, right? Because that's kind of what it seems like, right? I do suck. Like, that's awful. But it, it's not that. It's I'm telling you guys that because I'm saying I get it. I get it. And, and, and I'm, I'm being authentic with you, you know? It's, it's difficult to ask questions. And it's, it could be embarrassing, you know? And... and and you know what? Look, I had to tell my pastor and his wife uh, yesterday after church that I can't go to Sunday evening church because the time they have it is right in the middle of the time where on Sundays I have to feed and potty and groom the dog. And in my mind... My mind, nothing they said or did, okay, absolutely nothing they said or did, my stupid brain, okay, is thinking, I know they're over there going, that is the dumbest excuse I have ever heard for somebody trying to get out of coming to church. But it's not, like, it's honest to goodness not. It, you know, church on Sunday evenings is at 4.30, Garmin eats at 5.30, typically. And so on Sundays, I groom him at like 5, feed him at 5.30 and take him to the bathroom. Like, that's just, you know, when it goes down. And so when church starts at 4.30, there's no way that's happening. And so... <laughs> You know, I, I honestly do not believe that they think anything of it. Because they, I mean, they know my heart. I'm not going to lie to my pastor. Like, okay, if somebody out there lies to their pastor, there's a special place in hell for you. I don't care what anybody says. If you lie to your pastor, like, dang, that you're just wrong if you're going to lie to your pastor. That's all there is to it. Just, uh-uh. If, if, if you're just going to bullface lie to your pastor, you just, you can't do that. To get, I mean, really, you're going to lie to your pastor to get out? I just, oh, yeah. You know, I say that because I was actually asked to lie to someone's priest so that they could get into a Catholic church. Yeah. I was, I was. My ex has my, my, my first husband. Yep. He and his second wife, she's she was Catholic, and he wanted to join her church. And because I was a Baptist as his first wife, uh, the priest said, oh, no, 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 nope. Your wife was a Baptist, can't have it. 
So they wanted me to lie to her priest. I was like, wait, what? You, you want me to lie to your priest? <laughs> I'm not going to do that. If you got to lie to the priest to get into the church, there's something wrong. <laughs> what? <laughs> sorry, sorry. That was that was a little rabbit trail there, but that really happened. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> anyway. <clears throat> Excuse me. <clears throat> Sorry, you know the winds here, when the winds start picking up this time of year and everything's blooming and stuff, oh my goodness, my asthma kicks my butt. Last night I had the worst asthma attack I have had in a long time. Hooey! Huh. Anyways, where was I? <laughs> Sorry, I got so sidetracked on that. <laughs> Anyways, where was I? Okay. Um, but yeah, it's just, it, it can be difficult, especially when you're talking to people who <clears throat> have never had the encounter with someone with that particular disability. I have dealt with, you know, not just me being visually impaired, I've dealt with visually impaired people for, you know, 20 plus years. And so I understand, I get it. I get, I get the, the wide spectrum of visual impairments. I get the different degrees of blindness. I get that. I, I get it. When you say I'm legally blind, I understand what that means. I understand what it means when you say I'm colorblind or I'm night blind or I have no depth perception. But somebody that's that has never met anybody that's blind is gonna go, huh? What? Depth perception? Huh? Like they they don't they don't know. And even I am the only person in my family that's visually impaired. And so even talking to my family members can be difficult because they just don't know. And, and it's not like my family's super close. Like I don't, I, and now, especially that I'm not even on Facebook anymore, other than my, my, you know, my professional, I don't know if I'd call it professional page, but you know, whatever this is. <laughs> This page, uh, you know, um, I wouldn't call it professional yet. Semi-professional, I guess. Um, you know, I, I just we're just not a close-knit family. And so, you know, the daily struggles and the daily challenges and stuff are just unknown. And it, it's kind of the same, like... Um, Several years ago before my papa died, I had gone up and I saw, you know, I went and visited my nana and papa and um, my papa had um, Parkinson's and had had some strokes and was in a wheelchair and just basically immobile and not very um, communicative and... I just had no idea. 
I'd never seen anything like that. I'd never experienced it. And here, this was my Nana's life for years. She was taking care of this man. And, you know, I had no clue. How could I even ask her about that at that point? That It had been going on for so many years. And I just didn't know. You know? And... You know, and that's that's a problem to me. And when your family, when your family can't share in your struggles, that's that's a problem. When your when your family can't share in your rejoices, that's a problem. You know, I mean, you you got to be able to sit down and talk to people about your your needs. Okay, I am, I'll be the first to tell you, I don't need anybody, okay, I don't. And that is the stubborn, mistreated, abused, independent person in me. I don't need anybody. I really don't. It makes life easier having people around you that'll help you. But I don't need anybody. I mean, I need Jesus. That's all I need. As long as I got him, I'm I'm good. Jesus and my dog, you know? But when you have a disability, it's different. Okay? You need to be able to rely on people. And in order to do that, you need to be able to communicate what you need. That doesn't mean you need people to coddle you. Doesn't mean you need people to do everything for you. Doesn't mean you need to feel like a schmuck when you ask somebody for help. None of that. It doesn't mean any of that. It just means you need some help. It doesn't have to be a bad thing. Everybody needs some help sometimes. If you get sick, you need some help. I may not need some help every single day, but there's times that I need some help. There's times I'll ask for help even when I don't need it just because I want it. Because I feel like being lazy and not doing something for myself. You know how long it took me to get to that point? How old am I now? I mean, really, it's a struggle. It's a struggle. But you have to have people in your, in your immediate circle that you know you can count on that'll be able to help you out and that understand what you need, when you need it. You know? I mean, I'm trying to think of a really good example. Oh, man, but I'm struggling. You know, sometimes when you, when you, when you don't talk to people for a really long time and all of a sudden they call you and... 
all they want to do is dump on you everything that's wrong in their life. Everything that has happened in the last two years since you've spoken. And your first instinct is to go, oh my gosh, like that's awful. Jeez, like, oh my gosh. And then your second instinct is to go, wait, why are you just now calling me? Why didn't you call me two years ago when this started? I could have been there to help you. So which answer or which, which response is the better response? Which person do you want to be? Which kind of friend do you want to be? That's a hard question, right? I mean, when you think about it, we're both. Right? I mean, aren't we both? Like, I've been both. And I've needed both. Isn't that funny? I mean, come on. You know that you have that person that you can call. Or how about this? I have... Amy, Amy will text me randomly every couple of months and just be like, hey, I'm just checking in on you. You know how long I've known Amy? I've known Amy for almost 40 years. And you know what? If Amy needed something, I'm willing to bet she knows that I'd be there. I would help her out because that's what 40 years does. It doesn't have to be 40 years of daily contact, 40 years of, of knowing every single move a person makes. But you know what? Amy knows about my disability. Amy knows about my struggles. Amy knows about my dog, right? I mean, she does. The people that know me best know my struggles. They help carry my burdens. And we all need those people. And the only way we're going to have those people is by talking about our, our struggles. And for me, and for a lot of you, it's our disability. And talking about it's hard. Because sometimes it makes us feel like we're going, oh, poor pity me. Oh, poor pity me. Oh, I can't drive anymore. Oh, I wish I didn't have to carry this stupid cane everywhere. Oh, I hate this stupid wheelchair. Oh, I wish I could just get up and walk. Oh, I wish I could hear. I wish I didn't cry myself to sleep every night. Right? It's, it sucks. Being disabled sucks, no matter what your disability is. But keep in mind that it's only a piece of who you are. And talking about it doesn't have to mean being on a pity pot. It can be using it as an encouragement. 
It can be using it as examples. It can be using it as teaching moments. Okay, that's the same thing as examples. Shut up, I got it. I knew it as soon as it came out of my mouth. <laughs> you know, I mean, look, I know this episode kind of went topsy-turvy in a couple areas, but there was, a like, I don't know, several different things on my mind, and that's just kind of how I roll. You know that. I go down rabbit trails, whatever, it's fine. It all comes together in the end, right? The, the whole whole bottom line of the, the whole thing is you don't need 5 million followers on Facebook and Twitter. I'd like to get to 100, though, so y'all need to keep sharing and doing rates and reviews. I found out you can now give me stars on Spotify, so five stars, please. Thank you. Anyway, um, you don't need all these followers and you don't need to be defined by your disability but you do need a circle of people that know you that know your heart that know your needs and that will be there when you need to talk about your disability for whatever reason whether it's a praise report? Hey, yesterday I spent the whole day in bed sobbing. But today I woke up and I felt amazing and I went for a walk. Right? That's great. That's great. Who doesn't want to hear that? Don't be afraid to talk about the things that are good in your life, even if it's following something that's not so great. There's gotta be a balance. You can't always focus on the bad. You can't always focus on the bad part of your disability. You know what's great about being visually impaired? You wanna know what's great about it? I don't got to see the people giving me the stink eye when I'm not wearing my mask on the bus. You don't have to wear your mask pretty much anywhere anymore. So I don't. And I don't have to see all those people giving me the stink eye. I'll take it. See? You guys might think that's the dumbest thing I ever heard. But you know what? It's not. Because all you sighted people have to sit there and look at them. I don't. I can put my headphones on and just be oblivious. Don't make me no dang different. Doesn't matter. I don't care one bit. So, anyway, having said all that, I'm off. Thanks for listening. I hope it was an encouragement. I hope it all made sense. Like I said, I know it went topsy-turvy and might have kind of went sideways a little bit, but... There was just a lot of things on my mind that needed to come out. And you guys know, it just kind of comes out as it comes. Uh, definitely, you guys want to catch Friday's episode, my interview with Kelly. Hit me up on my social media. And uh, yeah, have a great week. Be a blessing. And I will talk to you soon. Toodles. <laughs>